Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Don't raise trees just yet. Sit down and strap in for the Ultimate Super Coach Podcast. It's time to win your leagues and dominate your mates. This is the Jewel Position Podcast, hosted by Whisperer and Adrianosaurus. You are listening to the Jewel Position Podcast, very first episode of the season. Fuck, we've had a tumultuous week. This was meant to be live yesterday. It wasn't going to get recorded today, uh, but we've got it done. It should be out first thing Thursday, even not tonight, if I can get it done in time. But you've, yeah, like I said, you're listening to the Jewel Position Podcast. I'm your host, CSC Whisperer, coach of the Ramsey Rehabs, joined officially for the first time this season by SC Adrianosaurus, my man, coach of the Rapana, Banana Rapanas, Rapana Bananas. Oh, I mean, Banana Rapama sounds good. No, Rapanorama. Mate. I like Bananarama, but it's Rapanorama. <laughs> after, after a very, very long preseason, we are finally here. Uh, I'd, love to say, I'd love to say I'm happy with my team, but <laughs> not. <laughs> we, yeah, we'll cross that bridge. I mean, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because I t- I, I didn't, I've been at a big conference, which is why we've sort of been behind. And I'm sorry, guys, that I ruined the, the first live. Uh, but I've, I've only just had a look at team lists this afternoon. I did see some stuff sort of floating away in my not- notifications of people like, oh, no. But I haven't even had a chance to look at it. I still had Marju in there in, <laughs> this afternoon. And I was like, what the hell's going on with Marju? And then I've caught up. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dissect all of that. And we'll, we might make some live changes once we talk each other out of stuff, I some, guess. Some live trades indeed. Uh, so basically the format of the podcast this year is we're going to do Around the League. So we're going to cover the big stories from the past seven days. Uh, we're going to do 10 things we learnt, um, basically recapping the previous week. Uh, this week we've only really learned from Teamless Tuesday, so we'll break that down. Uh, normally we'll do a host recap of how Ado and I both went. Um, our scores, etc. We have nothing for that this week, obviously. Uh, but we maybe can talk about some changes to our sides that have happened in the last 24, 48 hours. Uh, then we've got your take, not mine, which is three hot takes that I have randomly chosen from my social medias. This week, I put the question out on Twitter. Uh, you know, if you want to get involved, make sure you're following me across all socials because next week I will probably post it on Instagram or Facebook and I'll just rotate between my three main platforms just to grab your guys' hot takes. Ada and I will break those down. We'll do buy, hold, and sells. We're going to do that for round one this week. We'll do captain's challenge, the best captaincy calls for the week. We'll do trade talk, which is our personal trades. Obviously, nothing this week, but we can touch on some moves that we've made. And we're going to finish up with some pod questions, uh, You know where my premium Discord members, uh, if you do want to get involved with that, uh, make sure you chuck me an email. It'll be in the description. Cost you 20 bucks. Uh, you know, it's got some pretty, pretty good spreadsheets in there, an absolute wonderful community, full access to me, as I don't really have time to answer my DMs on Instagram, Facebook, etc. So twenty bucks for the season to get in the into the group with you know some really good minds. Uh, but yeah, I've pulled the questions from there, and uh, yeah, that's how we're gonna you know run the show this year. Um, we will tinker with it as as we go. But yeah, this episode's been very rushed for for round one, but we'll get straight into it with around the league. Kicking off, Ado, we have Spencer Lenyu signing for the Chooks. Now, I was really big on Lenyu this year. I thought he'd break out and average forty plus. Um, do you see this hindering his 
you know, Supercoach Doc? Do you think Ivan Cleary cares or do you think he's just happy to run with his best 17 regardless of where they're going to be next year? We we saw it with Matt Burton, you know. He played him at centre all year despite, you know, being exiting the club at the end of the season. Uh, Len, you to the Shooks. Yeah, I mean, uh, what a, it's a good signing too because I really think he's about to pop. He's getting better every year, isn't he? Um, I don't think it'll make a difference. I really think they need him this year. To uh, we've we've said in the preseason, he could be an option at that three hundred something k because he he might get a bit more minutes, forty five, and that's all he needs because he's such a bloody weapon when it comes to PPM and he's a busy player. I don't think it's going to make a difference. I reckon Lee he's going on to bigger and better things. He was never going to sort of be a starting front rower. I don't think this year, and he probably won't be at the Chooks as well. But I'm sure they'll just wish him the best and. And, and juice him this year um, as much as they can. And f- just because Penrith, they're winners. Yeah. They want to win. Yeah. Um, interesting, because I'm not sure what's happening with Roya Hargraves. You know, Lodge was only on a training trial. Uh, obviously, Lindsay Collins will be a mainstay there. So he could even, he could squeeze into the starting spot next year. Uh, Luke Thompson, first fears were he was out for six months, but it looks like uh, he's avoided surgery. It might only be close to eight, ten weeks. Uh, but Ryan Sutton immediately comes to mind as the big beneficiary from this. And obviously Franklin Pelé is going to pick up a few more minutes from the bench. Yeah, it's it's Pelé season, isn't it? Um, well, that's terrific because um, we were hoping for him at the 216. Uh, Ryan Sutton's a really solid player. I'm a Raiders fan and I was sad to see him go. Uh, he, he's handy. Oh, I had him in a uh, draft too, and I was looking all, in all sorts in the front row. So it's really good to see him yeah, probably be the beneficiary there. It's really sad because I think Thompson was on for a big year. He's look, his rig was looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it probably, you know, the dogs were not as convincing as we would have hoped in the preseason, and that's probably going to put a bit of a damper on him. But I think Ryan Sutton is definitely going to pick up some minutes in that uh, in that pack. And Pelle probably... He, he go even if he jagged a spot on the, in the seventeen and Thompson was in there, it was possibly a buy. But there's some minutes now. It's like a cheapie with this, with probably a few extra minutes. So well, that's that, that's good. the thing. Like TPJ is going to be out for I think around a month. Phil Gould was saying. Um, so there's definitely going to be minutes there. If you're a, it's not my cup of tea. But if you're a Max King kind of guy, I'm I'm definitely not being put off by him. Uh, but Ryan Sutton at 446k, uh, he's looked very tempting, and I will have to look into his numbers a little bit closer. Uh, but, boy, if he can get 50 minutes, I think he becomes very, very viable. And he does have the handy jewel. Uh, could even be a better option than someone like a Tom Gilbert, who we've been pumping up all preseason. Uh, Angus Crichton is out for a minimum of 10 weeks. I think the Roosters have, uh, you know, taken this pretty seriously. They've sent him to get the help he needs. Uh, yeah, I think he's away from training for at least 10 weeks. The Roosters are seeking some compensation. Um, and we'll touch on the Chooks bench, but obviously great things for the Butcher boys. Not much to say here, but there's no super coach analysis. We just hope that Angus Crichton... First and foremost, it gets the help he needs. And secondly, I want to see him back playing footy uh, and whatever that is. So hopefully we don't rush it. But uh, yeah, our thoughts are with Angus Crichton. Um, Nico Hines out with a calf. Niggle, he picked up in the scrimmage. I've, I've heard two months. I've heard a week. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I have some okay Sharks mail that says it's probably a little bit worse than what's being let on. And it's looking at about four weeks, um, mm. which has definitely reshaped my team because my plan was to bring him in in round three. Uh, but that's probably not going to be the case. Uh, but yeah, the Hines with the niggle, if he's out for a month, Trindle could be a, an okay shout. You're not going to get many price rises, but bottom dollar, Sharks halfback kicking. Yeah, definitely. Um, there was a little time where we heard the original rumour that it was a couple of months, so we were like, Trindle in the halfback playing 80 and kicking he goals. Was straight, the minute I read that, Trindle was straight in and then straight out in about 20 minutes. Yeah, so, I mean, look, it is a little bit sketchy at the moment as to the time frame. I, what I will say resoundingly is that you cannot hold him because 
Um, if we sort of said, if they just came out with strong mail, it's he could have played it a stretch, but we're going to give him an extra week. You saw him on the beach. You know, you could I could have got around maybe for one week, but hearing it's definitely he's ruled out. He got ruled out early. Yeah, um, yeah, like, like Tuesday before teams are even dropped. And if Yeah, and if, if you're holding him and thinking he's going to be back next week and he gets left out next week, season is in tatters, I reckon. My original plan was to hold 360K, run Walker and Hines for two weeks, trade out, sorry, run Walker and Cleary, trade out Cleary's round three bye, bring Hines in, and then trade out Walker if he's round four by, and then bring Cleary back in. And then obviously I've booked in two trades, but then I've got halfback roulette done. With this news that he could be out a little bit longer, I'm just not confident to hold 300k on the on the bench in hopes. Uh, I was never holding Nico Hines, but I was you know definitely considering having the funds there to bring him straight back in. But yeah, I think as you said, it's just it's going to ruin your team if you're holding for two, three weeks. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I, I immediately, I had that same sort of thinking you know, um, you've got to have someone that's reachable to Heinz with a bit of cash. And, you know, I've got I've got a different player in there now. Oof. I will obviously list our teams, but you, you know, I just think you can't, you've got to just try to come up with your best 17. You're probably your best 20, 21, you know, players that you can, I think. And and look, if Nico comes in, you could just downgrade, just say you've got a lawyer or you've got one of these Ellie Catoles and one of them fail you could go down to a bottom price cheapie who looks like they're going to make good money and then pump that into Sam Walker or whatever. There is a way. There's always a way. Yeah. If you're within reach of Nico, if you've got like a Boyd in there and you've got to find 600K, you've got to be you got to be reserving the fact that you're not going to have Nico Hines. A few more signings. Uh, Wayne Bennett has poached Tom Flegler and Heavy Farmworth. They're off to the Dolphins in 2024. Both those guys I wasn't really looking at for Supercoach, but... Uh, yeah, God, I hope Herbie. I hope Herbie averages fifteen this year because boy, how to him at fullback next year is going to be very tasty. Yeah, he's a really talented footballer. I've I've very publicly said I think he's better than Stags. As do I. I reckon it's a, reckon it's a great pickup by the Dolphins. Um, Flegler as well. He's a bit of a madman, um, but he's young and he's he's a good front rower. So, you know, those are good buys. I reckon for next year, um, for sure. I'll might get a slice of me of him next year. And, in, the, in the fullback. And one thing that's not on the run sheet, um, it's just come out recently, Wacko Whispers has alluded to the fact that Jackson Bird will be fit for round two and he'll be named at lock. So that says to me that Ben Murdoch-Masilla probably lines up on the edge with Jaden Sewer. Yeah, that's good because, I mean, I don't know about you. Have you got any dragons in your team for round one to get a look at a clear or something? I didn't, until, I didn't until I read the, that tweet, and uh, we we have one now, um, and we'll we'll touch on that later on. But yeah, I do have a I do have a, a dragons player now because I do want to have that look at a loop. Yep, good good plan. Lovely. Let's move into ten things we learnt. As I said, normally we'd wrap up the previous week, but don't have a whole lot this week. But uh, we'll we'll break down teamless Tuesday. Big Bill Warbrick. Uh, William Warbrick from the Char Storm has won the wing spot. Not surprising because he played fantastic in the in the trial, but yeah, all becomes basically becomes a must-have. Um, I'm assuming you're not disagreeing here. No way. I mean, I think of all the cheapies. In, I mean, obviously, Cam Pereira looked terrific. I like the look of Alamotti in anything I've seen him in, although he hasn't, you know, really hit the heights of what we think he could do in Supercoach, but... 
war brick. I've just I, I've actually gone back and looked up some of the highlights a couple of times, and that big run down, and he sort of bounced off a few. Oh, he, bodies he's a he's, he's, a, he's a big boy. I think he had yeah. I think he had eighteen runs for one hundred eighty meters, uh, five tackle busts, two offloads. Obviously, I, I wouldn't expect that uh, in top quality first grade, but yeah, I think he looked really good in the trial. Uh, our favorite, you know, we, we made it pretty clear that we absolutely love Josh Hodgson on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> that Eels bench looks like he's going to be rolling out for 80 minutes in week one. Yeah. Uh, you, you tempted at all? No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, look, we have said 80 minute hookers are hard to go get, but go by, but yeah, I mean, you. I would have thought maybe they'd if if they were ever going to ease him into a season, it'd be round one, two, maybe. Nah, Brad Arthur's three, just like fuck it, you straight in there, straight in, brother. Get in there. You're the second best hooker in the world, apparently. So you know, get in there and go hard, son. So oh, look, um, would would you go him? You know, I mean, I've got Boyd up there at the moment. He I'd rather Boyd. Yeah, I, I'm going Boyd personally, but. Oh, just, you know, I'm wearing a Raiders shirt and I'm I'm not going to go Hodgson, even though he's been a great servant of our club in the past. Uh, my, my assessment of the New Zealand Warriors, I know Jackson Ford's cheap. I know Nia Corey's popular, but I just can't touch any of their middles. Like, it's such a colluded bench. I mean, wait, are you going to expect to play 80? And that means a forward-forward rotation off the bench. I mean, Mitch Barnett it does get the duel, um, which is, you know, nice, but, you know, it's just a big middle for sort of bench. And I just don't know if I can touch any Warriors. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, Jackson Ford is obviously impressed enough in the preseason to start, and he's only 280. So I think he's only three. Talking... I think only three percent ownership too. I think Tom Sanks is in Tom Sanks' team, and Sanks is preaching that he's only three percent owned. So definitely flying under the radar. Yeah, definitely. Um, he, he he's um always been a footy player in my view that has had a bit of talent, and he's obviously impressed over there. But like you said. It could be 40 minutes, you know, that he could just be a take the sting out of the game. He's, he's a pretty decent sized body, but there's a lot of mouths to feed. We've said that that's put us off players like Nia Kore. It's put us off um, Barnett. I mean, I know I have seen Nia Kore in a lot of teams. I think I was big on him as well. And I think if he got the minutes, he could be pretty good. But Jackson Ford, I don't reckon it's going to hurt you too much because he's only 280. Ado. Yeah. Where the fuck is Greg Marzu? Oh, mate. That was, oh, I'm looking at him going, why have I got the the hollowed out red dot? He's not even in the bloody, he's not like on the bench or oh, in the AT. Like, he's not in the squad. He's not even in there. He I, looked like their best player. I sat here at my computer. My, I think my jaw hit the floor. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And to top it off, I've been posting a, a lot of like video content on my social medias, like a, a few interactive reels and stuff. I've um, been posting to TikTok. And sure as shit, the Ronaldo Molotalo one got like 4,000 views. The Sam Walker one got like 4,000 views. The Greg Marsley one got like 15K views. And the comments are just absolutely peppering me. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, it's since come out that he might be crook. So, uh, yeah, but it, I, think, I don't you know. know. Who knows? It's too risky to to um, entertain. Obviously, he's not here for round one, and you're not going to do it, are you? You've got a lot of decent other people to pick from. Uh, so, nah, it's just a pity, isn't it? Because I was all over him like... You know, a, a chubby kid on a cupcake. I was, I was, I reckon I have to send my pants back to my tailor because like the, the middle crutch just burst open. I was that ready for him. And yeah. oh, I just, fuck. Yeah, it's a, it's just a fucking, you know. One of those, I hate Supercoach. It was one of the real daggers in, um, in the Teamless Tuesday. Teamless Tuesday was, Teamless Tuesday was good, I thought. Like it was, it wasn't that bad. And then that just killed me. Absolutely floored me. Yeah, we've had to think out of, of other ones now because, you know, we were like, oh, we like a Ronnie. But no Hines. Carlo, but we like a Teleco maybe, but there's no Hines. So, yeah, we've had a few. We've got to think outside the box a bit, and Marju was one that we were 
keen on and now he's gone as well. So we've I'll be interested to see who you've got in there and you can find out who I've got in there. Luke Garner is safe uh, for now. Zach Hosking names 18th man. So no threatening of the bench minutes being taken. But Hosking is breathing down his neck. I'm not keen after the trial. Uh, but that's just my two cents. But yeah, uh, Luke Garner is safe for now. Uh, Taruva gets a nod over McLean. Conflicting reports sort of all late preseason that McLean was training there. Taruva lost a spot, blah, blah, blah. But uh, Taruva has won the spot. He's, he's won the start. And I think he needs to be in 99.9% of people listening to this as Supercoach team. Yep. Well, well we said, if he, we thought that the mail was saying it was going to be the bottom price cheapy. But we said we're going to have him if he came in, and that, and that's exactly what I've done. He's in, he's cheap, he's a talent too, uh, and he's in that Penrith Panthers team. So as if you you wouldn't take him, he's like a tail and may of last year. Maybe you're not going to get as much sort of uh, power running from him, but he's a he can play fullback very competently, and I expect he's going to score you know good super coach points. As Blocker Roach would say, he's a footy player. This kid. Um, Paul Alamotti wins the centre spot on merit. Always nice. Um, Not much more to say there. Hines ruled out. We've already touched on that. Now, this Chooks bench, boy, oh boy, don't give me any middles. But fuck, I'm all over Egan and Nat. Um, Yes, and I I will concur with that because I'm I'm going in this season, it looks like, with four roosters, which I was really against. As am I. I'm I'm not sure I'm happy about it. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not sold on it yet. So that could be something that changes before kickoff. Uh, but I, I reckon he could even maybe play eighty. He could be, it could be sixty, and he'll do minimum, good work. Minimum 60, 60 minimum. Yeah. Um, we could see eighty, and uh, Nat's a, a noted try scorer and a good player too. And I think, um, look, they've got a decent run in that team for a while, and and I've I've brought Egan into my team. Yeah, take your pick. I, I prefer Egan, but if you say I'm going to pick Nat. I'm not talking you off him because he's a he's a stud as well. Um, I proclaimed just Sean Bloor was a must-have with the news that Bateman could be missing up to a month. Uh, but it looks like, I don't know, uh, I don't trust the the Tigers chairman, uh, Lee, I don't know his last name. Um, it's very hard to pronounce, but he's come out and said that Bateman basically would have played this week if he knew the plays and knew the, the coordination because he hadn't really trained much with the boys. So... Uh, looks like Sean Bloor, I'd probably put a line through him. Um, if you're looking for a cheap bench option, I'd rather take Jake Preston from the Bulldogs. Yeah, well, that's right. He's he's in there, and, and they've had some you know big big losses of players, and, and that Tigers team's got an absolute star, you know, international to come back in. Uh, he's, you know, I can see the footage of him training with the team. He looks pretty thin, and I don't think he's going to have a great year, maybe, for Supercoach, but um, he, he could come in any time, so it's just a ticking time bomb, isn't it? Um, so, Bloor, you needed four weeks. You, yeah. know, you needed strong mail of four weeks, I reckon, to take a punt on him. There's a couple of Eels cheapies there, second row, that have probably got yes, we'll, four we'll weeks touch on, very we'll safely. Touch on them. We'll touch on, yep. touch on them, touch on them. Um, yep. And the that, that was it. Basically, that was it. We'll touch on, on the Eels shortly, but let's move into... Uh, your take, not mine. Three listener hot takes where Ado and I will discuss them, break them down, and you know, give our opinion. Yep. Now, these have all come from my Twitter. As I said, if you want to get involved, make sure you follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. They're all in the description below. Uh, I'll be putting out a post on a... Well, we record on a Tuesday. So I'll be putting these posts out on a probably, probably a Monday uh, before TLT. And you guys give me your hot takes for the week ahead. But uh, regular contributor and regular... Replier on my tweets, Moz, comes out and gives us a big spicy one for a Cam Murray 120-point masterclass uh, against a depleted Shark side. 
As an owner, oh, I would very much take this. I think 120 is probably a bit steep, but, um, you know, I, I could see Damien Cook and, you know, Cam Murray just running a muck through the middle, and I wouldn't be surprised if Murray does crack triple figures. Yep, he'll need a try. If he gets a try, he'll definitely go 100 plus. It is. It's a spicy take, and I rate it. But I, and that's because I'm an owner. <laughs> um, but yeah, big, big, spicy one. And look, I think um, Cam will get you 70. He'll get, he'll get you 70. And if he gets a 120, you cheer it. Yes. Uh, this one's even spicier. It's Jesse B. AJ Brimson to be the highest scoring 5'8 this round when you've got Adam Dewey against uh, the, the Titans. That's probably the biggest matchup that he's got to overcome. But AJ Brimson, um, I think that game's going to be very high scoring. I, like, I could see that as like a 24-20 type of affair. But Brimo, uh, a lot of people that are jumping on the fullback train and by like out of position fullbacks, oh, I could see, yeah, I, mean, I could see him being uh, top three. Yeah, I mean, I think Kiri could have a big game this yeah. week as well against those Dolphins, and I also think that Ponga could go whack at any time. Who knows? Um, against the New Zealand Warriors, so. Uh, that one's away, isn't it? So maybe it won't happen away. If it was, if it was down there in Newcastle, maybe he would have done it. So look, it's it's a it's a ballsy shout, um, and good luck to you. You know, a lot of people are, are big fans of uh, oh, Drinkwater's fullback now, isn't he? So yeah, all right, good luck to you. I like Brimson as a player. So do I. So do I. Yeah. I I think I I think I came out with, you know in my big balls calls a couple of days ago. I think I had Brimson to out average Drinkwater for the season. Mm. Um, Aostees. Just says rotten cheese under fifty points. That's it's going to upset nearly half the super coaches if that's true. Well, it will. He's um. What they haven't got Turpin on the bench. They got Hutchinson. They got Hutchinson, they? which is I think it's much of a muchness, really. Yeah, but I, I reckon I would have Turpin could have taken more minutes. Oh, I'm I'm much happier to see Hutchinson than Turpin. Don't yeah, get same, me wrong. Same. So. Um, look, the cheese is a bargain. He's going to score 60 points, I reckon, pretty Ooh, safely. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think he's 60. I'm, I can't get behind the, this under 50, even if I wasn't an owner. If I was fading cheese, I still, you've got to back him over 50, surely. Well, I mean, are you captaining Teddy this week? You know, so that's, I don't know. Uh, like, we'll, we'll touch on that because there's another rooster I'm pretty keen on, but fuck, it's going to take some balls. Oh, I think I know. But Ooh. yeah, all right. Yeah, no, look, Um, I don't reckon, look, I think the cheese was a little bit underwhelming, but he's, I think you he'll know, build into it. I, I think I think he's weeks. Yeah, he's had a couple more weeks of training. So I think he's like, one of those blokes that just doesn't give a fuck about trials either. Yeah, that's right. I reckon he's going to come out, and you know they're going to look good this week. I reckon they they you know we, they've accepted that they don't have Gus. They would have had more training scrimmages with the guys they've got in there. I mean, those butcher boys have run good lines oh, too. Um, I I'm, I'm huge on Egan Butcher. One of them on, on close to the line. I'm huge on Egan Butcher. I gen- I genuinely think he's a fucking great player. Uh, and the last one, Daniel Nichols. This one's this one's hot. Uh, Adam Dewey to outscore James Tedesco. Yeah, well, I mean, he's certainly got a ceiling on him, uh, Dewey. He he really does. He goal kicks. Um, it's not the worst matchup in the world. Uh, and you know, but there's a narrative out there that Teddy starts slow. I was like, well, not against the Dolphins, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. Um, that, that matchup is is just very tough to pass. I mean, if you had massive balls, you could uh, VC one of the Dolphins boys. Uh, sorry, VC one of the Roosters boys into like a C Dewey. Um, but that means you're fading Cleary and Cleary against the Broncos. I think that game's going to be closer than what people think. Um, yeah, I do. I do. Personally. But Cleary's such an accumulator. And yeah. um, I reckon there was a there was a shot of Cleary after they lost the World Club Challenge. And I was like, he's oh, shitty. Point to prove? Yep. I think he's shitty. So oh. um, I'm going to put the VC on him this week. Uh, and I reckon, you know, there's a possibility that Dewey could have a, a ripping game. He's got him in him. Lovely. Let's move into buy, hold, and sell. 
Oh, I've got Franklin Pelle as a buy. Um, uh, you know, I think with this Ben Murdoch, or just Jack Bird, I'm just assuming it's going to be Ben Murdoch, Masilla playing on the edge. But, I mean, yeah, Franklin Pelle, I, I just don't know how many minutes he gets, personally. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he played 20 minutes. Yeah, it's, I mean, look, they've just lost the middle. So I guess that's the equation that people are doing in their head. Um, you know, Ryan Sutton, he, he, like you said, I think he's going to be the main recipient of the um, of the points, oh, you know, points and minutes. Uh, but look, you can go with Pele if it fits your squad and your amounts of money that you need. Would you think Moali's going to get more? Yeah, I think so. I think if you had to give me Moali versus Pele and I had to set a handicap, I would probably set it four points. So I reckon yep. Moali clears him by four. And then is, is that worth 20k to you? Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, Kepi is starting at lock, it seems. Yeah, yeah. That Kepi is tempting. Uh, he... Oh. The good thing about the, the, the Seagulls is they have that round two bye. So if Kepi does come out and kill it, you don't need to jump on him straight away. Like You, you do have another week to, to just look at his minutes and see if they're, they're consistent. Um, but Franklin Pelle, uh, I think, yeah, clear-cut bye. Now, I've got here buyers, Bryce Cartwright. Shout out to Cardi Party, relevant again. Um, this one could be Bryce Cartwright slash Matt Dury. If you have massive balls, Bryce Cartwright and Matt Dury. I just think if you're tossing up between the two, and this could age like milk if Jack Murchie takes Cartwright's spot. But the bench isn't ideal. The bench is Jack Murchie and Dry Marmosia. And obviously, Hodgson's going to be playing 80, so four forward bench is not fun. I just think with Cartwright's upside, I know it's pedigree from fucking eight years ago, but like Dory's just boring. Like he's just very 35, 40 point kind of boring. And I just prefer Cardi. That's just my two cents. Yeah, well, you and I are adventurous super coaches, so <laughs> here's the adventure pick. It's it is it's a Cardi party, and it's a it's a, we're we're on a stretched limousine that could crash off off a cliff, you know. But um, and but I think that out of the two, it looked like Dury was going to get the run before there was injuries, you know. So, uh, look, oh, Dury's think- safer, hundred percent. But I I think like if you're looking for an eighty point performance, I think Cartwright could be that guy. Yeah, well. I think Cardi could. I think Cardi Storm's not, not an easy. Um, no, no, hundred percent. Well. I think Cardi could play play a little bit through the middle as well. I think he's got that in him, um, if need be. So that's you know another string to his bow. Um, for full transparency, though, I do own both of him and Dory. Um, we'll come on to our sides. Uh, yeah, well, uh, well, I mean, what I don't mind that actually. Do you, do you want me to tell you why? Or oh, I, I just I don't know anyone else. Like I'm not really keen on Preston off the bench. Um, Sean Bloor is only a one week play. I just don't really. Well, you know why it's, it would normally be a low percentage play because you're obviously going to have Hopgood in there as well. So Hopgood, Cartwright, and um, Dury. But if one of the whichever one of Cartwright or Dury, oh, you just trade the other. You, to Schuster. You can go to Schuster. Yeah, yeah. That's the so this is a gamble that you can do because you don't. One of them, I think, will survive or could be the better scorer. Take a punt on both of them and hedge your bets. And yeah, rather whoever's than, rather the, than whoever's the loser, go with um, go with Schuster. Exactly, exactly. Uh, by uh, Sanera Taruva. No, we've said this before. You know, Panthers center wing, big bulky guy. You know, I think he's in a similar mold to Talon May, but will play on the right hand side. Um, yeah, pretty much all things say to buy. Yep. <laughs> not, much, not much more. To, not much more to no, say there. Um, no, nothing else to say. Why? Why would you? Now, get, in, get on. All the holds this week, normally normally holds in the buy, stop, and sell would be hold on to the players. Round one, it's a little bit different. Round one, I'm going to say the holds are hold-offs. They're not so much a sell. They're not so much a put the red line through them. I'm just going to say just sit tight and let's watch. The first one being Nico Hines. Obviously, we want to see what's happening with this calf. 
I had the funds aside. I know I had 370K in my team um, yesterday uh, aside to get him back in. But, you know, with the whispers that it may be a little bit worse than what we think, uh, I've opted to spend that. And, you know, if we have to get Hines back in, I can do it in two trades. Uh, but I'm just going to hold off. I'm just going to spend the money and just see how this progresses because they do have a short turnaround. Uh, I think they play on Friday night in round two as well. So relatively short turnaround as well. Yeah, it's one of the real shit things about this year so far. <laughs> you know, it's just it's really kind of thrown the cat amongst the pigeons, hasn't it? Yeah. The start of um Supercoach. So uh, I just can't get around holding him because it's just too much up in the air. So I'm just going to have to try a different way. Because um, you want to, if he's back by round, say, three, when they go into round four and round five, you really want Nico, I promise you. So I think uh, we'll have to wait and see. I think if you're going to spend the money, um, just make sure you've got a pretty clear way to to get it back in. That's, you know, the only thing that I would say. Um, oh, just some just some live news. Uh, Simonson's been been dropped and Lumi Lumi comes into the wing for Paramount Eels just in the 24-hour cuts. Just sort of read that out as I'm recording. Um yeah. Your boy, your boy, uh, Corey Hadawira Naira. I've got him as a hold off, but he's been given the start. Uh, also, another one to to make notes. Um, so, uh, Soli, Solo, uh, looks yeah, like he's got the start. Uh, Papali is going to be out for at least two weeks. And then you think yeah. Solo. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Flow would be the sort of, uh, you know, bench forward number one. I know some, there's been some love for starting him. But, yeah, Corey had a weir Naira, you know, gets the 13 spot. I think this is one to to watch out for. Ricky loves his two-hooker bench, so there's going to be probably more minutes up for up for grabs. But, um, yeah, I was keen on, on, on Corey a little bit way back in the preseason. But, uh, yeah, this has got me a little bit intrigued as well. Yeah, me too. Uh, because I, you know, we've always said if he got um, a start in the second row, got to play eighty minutes, he's a definite um, own. If he even got sixty minutes, he's such an attacking sort of player. But that's can, where I think it's going to be at. Oh, but I would not be surprised. Yeah, but can you trust Ricky he, round one? No, you, well, I don't think you can. I reckon going into the game, it could be Hallsborough that goes into that lock. That's why I want to just hold off and see how we go, uh, and I want to hold off and see how it goes with Jackson Ford as well. Uh, we alluded to this before with that Warriors bench, you know, really, really gross mat- uh, makeup. Uh, I'm not saying he's a bad buy. If you start with him, I'm, I'm not talking you out of it. I just think for me personally, I want to see how that rotation does lie. Uh, and then we can make some assessments, you know, round two, round three. Yeah, I prefer, I mean, I've got in my team the Cartwright and Dury, and I'm going to pit them against each other. And whoever fails is going to be Schuster. I just reckon that fits so nicely. You could do that with Ford as well if he doesn't come off, if you didn't want to have too many... Um, eels in there, you know, but uh, look, I just feel like, why not? Ocardi's got more f- strings in his bow, hasn't he? Like, it'll be a wild ride, but he's been never, he hasn't been relevant for ages and he's going to start in the second row, you know, come for a ride. And Jackson Ford is meat, probably meat oh, and potatoes. Oh, there's, I couldn't think of two fucking opposite footy players. Yeah, yeah polar opposite. So, uh, look, there is an, a world where the people who go with Jackson Ford, just say he plays 60 minutes and he's, he turns out being one of the cheapies of the year. And the Cardi, he could be dumped after one game out of the 17 altogether. 
that's just what it's like with him. Um, you know, if if Cardi played one game and then got dumped down to the bench, I'd be tempted just to go Schuster and uh, obviously we're going to have Tommy Turbo as a loop option as well um, in in uh, fullback. But uh, look, you know, I don't mind. Just do what you want in there. But I, I would prefer to go on the Cardi ride. What would you have to see from Jackson Ford in round one to consider picking him up? Oh, if I got in that pack, we're worried about minutes, aren't we? So if he played 60 minutes and got 50 60 minutes and got 50 for 280. Yeah. Not too bad, is it? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we're thinking the same thing. Uh, I think 9% of super coaches own Joseph Manu. Uh, looks like he's still out with a facial fracture. So he is an automatic sell, not someone that you can hold for 900 K on the bench coming back into week two. You know, it was a golden matchup this week. It does play, does play the Warriors next week, but then you've only got, two weeks of Manu and then you have and then he's off with the buy. So basically in the first month he's only playing two games. Uh just too much money for me. Uh sell <sighs> Greg Marzo pains me to fucking say it. But yeah, you can't you can't hold that money on the bench. We don't even know what's going on. Barry Tilly reckons he's not injured. Um but he hasn't been picking New South Wales Cup either, so I I don't know what's going on. And yeah. he said sick. They said in his one of the ones I saw when I got home today it was sick. Not yeah, so well, I'm fucking sick of Adam O'Brien. Just pick him anyway. Oh, Adam O'Brien. <laughs> he was, I mean, look, he was defensive liability. And it's. And he's, I said in our potty, you know, the only worry I have about him is he's going to get dumped. Yeah, but the Knights head. suck. They just need to win 30-28. Like, don't worry about trying to fucking grind out a result. Just play your best yeah. attacking players. Have someone there that just takes a pong and bullet pass and then runs over the winger. You know, like it's, it's Sevo-esque, it's Sevo, you know, yeah. how he can run over players. Uh, I, I don't get it. But I wouldn't be surprised if it is if he's got um, you know COVID or the flu or he's under the weather. Um, he could be in for round two, so it puts me off the other people. But it means I can't start with Marju, and I've had to go elsewhere. After singing his praises, singing that he averages eighty-one point two without Wade Graham in the side, I was all over Ronaldo Molotalo. I was very happy to pay the money for him, barring Nico Hines being in the seven jersey. I know that Nico Hines doesn't play on the left hand side, but I mean, do we really think the Sharks' attack is going to be as fluid without Nico Hines? No. And that means I'm selling Ronaldo. I just think he had a tough draw to start with. So there was already, you know, strikes against him. But I was happy to look past them with Nico in the side. Uh, with a tough draw without Nico, I just can't pay over 600K for a bloke who I need tries from. No, well, that's it. Nico makes everyone around him better. He makes Moylan better. So, and I'm not saying Trindles, they're not going to be able to do a competent job, but Nico is not competent. He's above that well and truly. And he makes everyone around him better. It's the kind of player he is. Um, you know, I was half tempted by Talakai too. So know, I've got the money for Talakai. I'm like, oh, but I looked at his scores. Like Ronaldo was killing it um, before Wade Graham came in. Talakai wasn't. He had like three good scores and like a bunch of fifties. Um, so yeah, uh, has it made you off Teague as well? Uh, we'll 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 get to that. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. All right. All righty, yeah. All righty, yeah. Captain's Challenge, the best captain choices for the week. Um, for full transparency, normally Ado and I have a little bit of you know joint collaboration with these notes. Ado was on his conference yesterday, so they, all these notes from today's podcast are just me. Um, so Ado's going to have to agree or disagree, but I've ranked them in top in terms of order. I've got Teddy number one. I'm not sure if I love it because number two, I'm also very tempted by, but against the Dolphins, what are we thinking? I reckon uh, Teddy as a conservative score. I, I just see Teddy scoring a try this week. I'm sure you're going to kick off with a try this year. So I think it's going to be 70 minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he gets a try, 
I mean, those Dolphins, they don't look sensational defensively. I think Sam Walker's going to have a huge game and Kiri, you know, is going to be have a big year as well. So I think they're going to get the ball out. Um, I had I didn't love what I saw from Teddy in uh, in the trial that he was in, um, but he's such a champion and he's so consistent and the Dolphins are dog shit. So I reckon he could be bucking the trend of uh, round one. No disrespect to Kieran Foran, champion of our game, but fuck the Dolphins made him look like prime Jonathan Thurston in that trial. <laughs> so the Roosters could yep. just rip him apart. Um, um, look, interestingly, he's not the number one. Um, who is? Do you have the stats? Off, do you have the stats off? On the, I don't have them on me. Do you have the I captaincy do. stats yep. this week? The number one captain at the moment is Nathan Cleary. That's fair. That's fair. Yep. So you know that makes that makes sense. He's. He, I reckon he could go huge. Teddy's down at eighteen point two. So there you go. I think the next man is point four. Uh, I think is it, is it, I read it. He's either point four or four percent. Um, it's Sam Walker. Fuck! I am tempted to to whack the C on him. Yeah, he's at point three. Is I'm, there anyone that you could go? You could put the VC on him and go, um, you know, or that, that is really. Well, I would. I would have to. I would have Dewey. to. I would have to VC. Do you, I'll, I'll get the draw up because I could VC either. Hang on, let me stalling for time. But basically, Sam Walker. I mean, he's goal kicking for this Chook side. Um, you know, his scores at halfback are, are sensational compared to at five eighth. Like it's he's just he's a huge huge shout, but I reckon he could be on. What I would do is if I went the Sam Walker route, I would VC Turbo against the Dogs into C, um, into C Walker or VC Walker into C Dewey. Yeah, I mean, Turbo as a VC is perfect, isn't he? Because he, he can go big 120, isn't that Yeah, but Teddy pre-season. fucking scares me so much. Yeah, and there's, that's eighteen percent. Was it? Well, let's have a look at what um, Turbo's VC is. Is pe- people are going a VC on him? One point two. That would probably jump. And what's um, his C? Two point two. Uh, uh, putting a captain on. Oh, so two, that's 2. About, about four percent. Oh, about three and a half percent. Um, but talk to me on because we'll touch on on Turbo. But talk to me on Sam Walker. Is it is it is it just a pure balls call, or do you or do you generally think he could be a viable option? Because I've got him as a number two option this week, and that's that's big. Yeah, it's a really good matchup. And so we we talk a lot of getting a slice of the Cowboys draw. This is a ripping matchup for, for someone like Sam Walker. We remember, I remember games, he, he plays well when he comes back to, to Queensland, to Brisbane, because he was going to play there and he's kind of got a bit of a, you know, I'll, I'll show you about him. I reckon they're going to start hot as everyone's saying, oh, the Dolphins will get up for their first inaugural game. Well, you can only get up so much. Mm-hmm. These are the guys that we think can challenge for the title. Probably I'm tipping if they stay healthy and get Angus back and stuff, they might win it. Uh, they're they're going to smash them. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really tempted. I'm really tempted. Uh, I'm also really tempted by Adam Dewey. He's my number three option this week. I just think in a really, really high scoring game, uh, I think this, yeah, like I said, it could be a, if you're a betting man, bet the overs in this game. Um, but yeah, Dewey looked unreal. And I know it was without Luke Brooks, um, but yeah, I just think he's going to get his hands all over the footy. I could see Dewey getting... 75 minimum. Yeah, I think so. That, that's the thing. There's these guys in there like, I think Sam Walker will get you to 70. I think probably Teddy and Turbo being those premium fullbacks and Nathan Cleary scare me the most mm. at going against, you know? That's why I want to VC one into the other one as the captain to try to cover think, the risk. And yeah. I don't know if you get too cute in round one. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking in round one, I don't know what my team's going to be like. I don't know who I'm banking on, so I'm very happy just to be conservative in round one. Uh, I did it last year. I was ranked 80,000th after round one. 
<laughs> was very yeah. was very conservative, and I think that's the play for me. Like, I just think without knowing where your points are coming from, like Brian Toto could suck. I mean, Egan Butcher could suck. Like, we think they're going to go okay, but we don't yeah. know. We don't have sample sizes, so I think playing it safe with your captaincy is probably the best call. But I think Dewey's still safe enough. I don't think he's a a rogue shout. No, not at all. Um, I think you you've got to go someone who you feel like because if Teddy goes. Uh, 120 or say Turbo goes in his first game back and rips in and scores a 130 and everyone's like, yay, I did a VC on him. Well, do you go out and score your 70 and yeah, you're at a disadvantage, but it's not, you're not going to get a 10, 15. Well, out you, of need to, you need, to, you need to go look at loop calculators and stuff because Turbo, yeah, he might get 130, but if your AE is awful, it might not be worth it. So that's right. You need yeah, to look, you need so to look at- I'm going to go, I'm going to go safe in round one because I cannot be, shitty after round one i try i mean i might be a lower rank but if i'm like well hats off i like going hats off to those ballsy people where it came off but i prefer laughing at them because they got too cute well, that's, in that, round that's one. the thing i think i played really conservative at the start of last year i think i had 11 like i came eighty thousands after the first week but i think i had 11 weeks in a row of, of, of green arrows and i was inside the top 100 or inside the top 200 pretty quickly um yep. so it, it is and that's the thing like if we come back here on if we come back here on uh, what is it? Tuesday next week. We're both rank eighty k. I'm not going to be worried. Yeah, like at can, all. You, just comment in the live. You're a dickhead, Ado. I don't care. I mean, you could be ranked first, and I'll probably still say that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's all right. Ado honestly, that honestly, rank rank. Fuck for the first six seven weeks. I'm yeah, not, what I'm kind not... of rank would you? I mean, I know we want to be a rank one, but what, where do we hit? What's the point where you hit it? Um, where you're really spewing about where you are after round one? If I'm outside the top. 5k after the first 10 rounds then I'd be probably cause for concern um, but yeah as long like for, for us you know the gold standard is top 1k because it's the top 1% of players well it's top 0.7% of players like that's the gold standard for us um, so if we can be there or thereabouts after two and a half months fantastic um, I know that I might be a little bit further behind because I've got a few panthers I've got a few dolphins uh, a few panthers a few um, roosters so rounds yep. 3 round 4 I'm going to be out for a little bit so I would expect some dodginess there but if we can build sort of round six to round 10 i'll be i'll be happy with it um number four and the only reason i've got him so low is because i do have faith that the broncos probably put up a bit of a fight uh, and that is nathan cleary but as it stands right now he is my vc uh, i just think it's too scary to go against him as you said he had that sort of look in his eye after losing the world club challenge i'm writing a, i'm writing a narrative here i understand that um but yeah it's just hard to hard to pass up yeah, you, you, you're writing a narrative on a guy that scores well all the time anyway. So yeah. he's such a safe... If it's if it's the worst he does, he'll probably be 70 like Dewey. Um, and, but he's got a ceiling in the... Well, we've seen him, haven't we? Two, 220, 230, yeah. Yeah, gets a couple of tries and bangs over a bunch of goals. But I agree with you. I think that the Broncos are going to put up a decent enough fight here. And, um, I think that the gaps between Panthers and other teams are probably shorter. So... Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see the Panthers because they look pretty awful, didn't they? The last time we saw them, they're not going to be like that in this game. It's a, it's a home game for the Panthers, isn't it? So that's a tough old road trip. Yeah, uh, I'll do a shameless plug. Um, head over to my Instagram bio. I think it's at Whisperers Bets. Uh, just my Instagram page where I chuck all my bets up for the week. I probably will be backing the Broncos with the line. Um, just giving them a start. I'm, I'm, I do like them. Uh, number five. Now, this is a narrative pick. It's Turbo. You know, first game back against the Bulldogs, who looked shocking uh, last week. Nico Hines ripped them to shreds. And, yeah, I mean, this is a full narrative. This is fucking balls to the wall. Slap them on the table. Mine are bigger than yours. This is... <laughs> 
He could. Yeah, he could. Like, he could. I'm not, he could I'm get... not going to just tell you that I'm going to own Tommy Turbo for round one. I want to put the VC. I want a straight captain. I oh, just straight. Just straight. If you straight see Turbo, fuck it. Alpha move. Um, yeah, I mean, he could, he could get 13 or 230. So they, yeah, definitely. So they play um, the dogs. Yeah, you because know, you, you're screwed on your Teddy captain, aren't you? Yeah, that's the issue. Yeah, I just can't do it. I'm I'm going to just congratulate these ballsy people if it comes off. <laughs> Yeah, bigger balls than me. But, I mean, I'll be cheering him on because I think a lot of people are still fading him because of the round two buy and because it's turbo and because people are scared of injuries. And that's not something I'll ever, I'll ever be scared on. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not, not against the turbo shout at all. Nor am I against the troll shout. I mean, fuck, if you pay 900k for the bloke, you may as well chuck some kind of captaincy on him. And, uh, you know, this shark side is depleted. I've already got a fair bit of money on the Rabbitohs minus five and a half in this game. Um, and troll will, will have his hand in everything. So... I could see yeah, him. I, I could see I him think, turning up. I think Souths are going to do a job on them. Yeah, I think they'll do. I, th- I think they will do them. No lube. Yep, they, they looked um, terrific in the uh, trial to me. Cookie Murray, even uh, Cody Walker looked good. I mean, he looks good half the time, but he looked really good in that one. Uh, and no, Nico. I think he. I think they're going to have a ripping game. The um, bunnies. As do I. They looked too good in the charity shield. And I think they gave up sort of after the sixty-minute mark and let the dragons back into it. But yeah, they put them to the sword at halftime, and that's all that I needed to see. Pod questions. Uh, this is where my premium Discord members, you know, get their questions answered by me and Ado. Cost you twenty bucks a year. You got access to me. I think Ado's in there as well. Uh, you've got Aman from Aman Talks. Absolutely phenomenal by planning spreadsheet. You've got a couple of other absolute like uh, turnaround time spreadsheets in there as well. You can look at Origin backing up. There's some really, really good stuff in there uh, by the community that we have in there. I think there's only about 120 people, so it's you know pretty close to community. There's channels for your draft questions, your trade questions, your uh, captaincy questions, everything. Uh, I'm in there as no well. Dumb, no dumb questions in there, guys, because honestly, everyone in there is just helpful. And, and it's good when you find a nice Discord because... You know, everyone in there just loves Supercoach and they're, and they're, they're thinking about the same things as you. And that's and the reason I'd help, love yeah. to do it for free, but doing it for free just invites people that are that don't care about the community. So putting 20 bucks on there, I think it's a nice fee. Um, and a lot of you guys have asked how to give back to the channel. So just buying the Discord is fantastic. If you do want to get involved in that, uh, my email will be in the description. Please don't DM me. I do not read them. Uh, okay, pod questions. This first one comes from uh, Dana99. Considering the difficult opening rounds for the Sharks and Nico being out, should we wait on Mulatalo to drop cash or is he still a safe centre wing to start with? Now, we've touched on this a little bit, but I did want to go into it a little bit deeper because I was huge on Ronaldo Mulatalo. I think you liked him, but I think I was probably the bigger of the two on him. Mm. And they, do, they don't have a fantastic draw. And like I said, I was very happy to overlook that with Nico in the side because I still think they're a side that can put up points. I'm just not too sure how the Trindle-Moylan combination is going to go. Uh, and I'm not too sure sort of how that flows and what kind of points they put up. And it's just... yeah. Let me put it this way. If it was an easier team, just say it was um, the New Zealand Warriors at yes. points. Set, yes, I, I, I will I, have I, I would say I would be willing to take a punt on Mulatalo because I reckon he'll score a, a couple of tries. I, I reckon the Bunnies are probably going to be um, strong opposition for him this week with no Nico in there controlling the show. Uh, and I'm not going to... I just... I'm, I'm going to wait for... Talakai, Fortig, Wilton, and for Mulatalo, the ones that interest me in that team, because no Nico. I mean, you are that's crazy. I reckon to touch anyone in there with no Nico. I mean, round round four where it gets really juicy, uh, because in round four they play they beat the Sharks, play the Dragons, then they play the Warriors, and then in round six, I'm pretty sure they have the 
buy, which they do. But rounds one, two, and three are not ideal. Rounds one, you're playing the Bunnies, who I think are going to do them. Uh, round two, you're playing the Eels. And then round three, you're playing the Raiders in Canberra, which is never an easy place to go to. Yeah, well, that's right. And and I think if you've got... It's much like we're saying about this Dory and, and Cartwright. If that one of those is not working, you can get your Schuster in. That's great. We've got a, look, we've got a free look at someone. Um, you can get past that little hard bit at the start with no Nico. And, and, and then just say you've got a Miller or a, you know, whatever in there, meaning you, whatever you've got in there, you could downgrade them if they're failing to a Mulatalo when Hines is back and the run looks really nice. I, if you're set on having a Sharks player, I would prefer Talakai at this moment. Yeah, because he's going to take some, he's going to get some tackle breaks yeah. and grunt runs. And, you know, M- Mulatalo, you need the tries to be flowing. Uh, Paratragic86, uh, thanks, Jerry, for this one. He says, in the early rounds, what positions do you think SC players should focus their attention most on in choosing their weekly reserves? Assuming you've got a cheapie in both center wing, 2RF, as an example, you're left with a dilemma. Thanks, Jerry. First and foremost, I think fullback, we've always said this, fullback, non-negotiable. Um, so you're going to have one there. Mm. And then you, I think you've got to have two premium halfbacks if if we're calling Sam Walker premium. Um, yeah. You've got to have one there. And I don't think many people are running Sonny Luke. So a lot of people are going to have probably two very very playable hookers, whether that be Cheese and Brandon Smith or Cheese and Grant or Grant and Brandon Smith or Reese Robson or whoever it is. Cheese is going to be there and it's going to be paired with whoever. So you're going to have three options there in your, in your nine, seven, and one. Yeah. And then it comes down to, have you played Jermaine Hopgood? Is he in your starting 13? Is he on your bench? Um, then it comes to, are you, one, are you someone that wants high upside? So you're going to reserve someone like a Carm Piera, uh, you know, chasing upside. So I think you, you should be having three of them locked in and, and not moving them. Um, and for me... Hopgood's the fourth in 2RF. I like going these upside positions, such as hooker, halfback, and, and fullback. I think they're the positions that provide the most points. Uh, and I think something like a Hopgood's just too much to pass up on. But for me, definitely, I'm locking in hooker, uh, one of halfback or five-eighth, because I know some people are going with Katoa at, at, at halfback, for example, and having like a double gun five-eighth. I know some people are brought in Munster, you know, in replace of Hines. So I think three out of your four are locked into your spine. Yeah, I think we, we've said, you know, the ceiling of players in the halves and in the fullback probably exceed anyone else. So wherever you've got your premiums plugged into those halves, put the reserve on them. If you're rocking a, a Cleary, a Walker, a Dewey, a Burton, if you're rocking a Munster, get a get a reserve on them. I don't mind taking a little bit of it. Look, Khan Pereira, he needs tries, but if it's a soft matchup, I think it's the Tigers away. The Tigers look a lot better this year. Maybe, I mean, look, there's... A lot of harder teams, I'll tell you that much. So yeah. um, I don't mind taking a if I'm if I'm like there's this uh, an upside guy I reckon will score two. If you can th- safely say you think they're going to score two tries, it's usually not a, wor- a horrible gamble, is it? Um, so I mean, look, out of the I'm playing a cheapie this week as well, and I I've got you know my opinions on which one I'm going to play. But um, I think if you I agree with you 100, percent the ones you should lock in. And you know, if I was going to pick one that I didn't go with, Boyd will be a 60, I reckon. Uh, you know, safely, and you could get an upside guy who you think might go 80, 90, and is that worth the risk? Yeah. You, know, I, I, you want to risk it for 100. Yeah. Uh, Will asks, is it worth saving boosts for the middle periods of the season when teams have three buys in a short amount of time rather than using a couple early on to reshape your team like last year? And that's something that I did. So it, in the preseason last year, I mapped out, I want to use one boost early on, I want to use three during the buys and one later in the season. 
That didn't mm. that didn't fucking happen. I used about four and six weeks to start with. Yeah, I, I got my team wrong. And look, you, you, we should say you finished in the top one twenty, didn't you? And I finished in the top two twenty. So we had good years. So I can't, we didn't blow fail. I missed a few of the right ones to start the year with, um, and I just fixed them up. So I think I burned a few early, and I sort of held on to my last two. This year, actually, that, what, what what was mentioned there by old mate is is a great um, point. We got three big buy rounds with multiple teams on the buys, and I reckon that could be. There's no time better than I that. I still so think I, I still think you use one in round three because round three is moving week. That's where all yeah, the big round changes three is happen. Moving week, and I will be using one, but I'm going to keep three up my sleeve for the main buy weeks, and then hopefully one for the run home. Hopefully, fingers piece. crossed. And that's the yep. thing. I think that's why buy planning this year is so crucial to pick your teams, and that's why. Shameless plug again, buy my Discord because there's a fucking really good buy planner in there. Um, you're looking at that, looking at holistically, looking at... So I know, for example, round three, I'm going to have a couple out. Round four, I'm going to have a heap out. Round six, I'm going to have a few out with the Sharks. Uh, and round five, I'm going to have Tanner Boyd out. So I know that there's a month block there where I need depth. And if it's not Dory, if it's not Cartwright, then I need to get like Schuster back in. I need someone there. I probably... I've been pretty vocal on this on Twitter, Ado. I think you need 20 guys you're very happy to play. And that means leaving three out. Because if you get an injury and then have two buys, you need to be able to prepare for no trades. Worst case scenario. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, that's not... Why... And sorry, and that's not and that's not a Dave Mawali. That's not a Franklin Pele. Like, that, that they're not guys that you're happy to play. Um, so, you, you probably need 20 guys. Like, three, three guys on your bench that you're not fussed about not playing. Yeah, you, you do. Where we would have just said, oh, I'm just going to come up with four reserve, it's seven this week, this year yeah. because there's going to be games. And it's not like you're losing Muppets too. You're, you're going to be sitting Cleary in when you do it. You're going to be sitting Toto when you're losing your... Tedesco, um, Cheese, Sam Walker. Yeah. Like These are yeah. big players. They're not just bums. So you need to have good depth. Um, you need to... I am never a fan of booking in trades because things can go wrong, but you need to have an idea in the first, I would say, month as to what you're going to do with these buy players, and that's just my two cents. Yeah, and we did say at the start of the show that we have to, we've heard the news on Angus, so we, we've got a butcher in. Uh, it's not without its risk. Oh, 100%. It's not, it's not a slam dunk. And I know we're talking Supercoach here, but in my NRL fantasy team, uh, I've got enough money for Kalen Ponga or Brian Toto in my wing fullback slot. And nine times out of ten, I'm taking Brian Toto. But the round three buy, it's kind of throwing me out a little bit. So you need to consider these things. It's not just clear black and white this year. It's a little bit different. Um, yeah, I, I thought for a second, you know, I wouldn't go Sam Walker. I'd go maybe I'd use Katoa in halfback and I'd go with a Ponga because it gave me enough money to pump up that second row bench. But I'm going to have to play Katoa when Cleary's on the buy and that stinks. And also... I'm locked into it. How am I going to get Nico back? I'm, I'm going to have to sell probably the five eight. Worst, get, I mean, it's not terrible. It's not terrible because the Dolphins played the Knights in round three, so it's not not awful. It's not the worst. He could still score okay, but it is really risky relying on him in that one round. Absolutely. Um, that's going to be it for the main part of the show. Normally, we'd have our trades and you know how we went and stuff to extend the show, but that's going to be it for the regular part of the show. Um, let's do our tips for this week, Ado. Let me pull up my lovely ESPN up so I can find out what I've picked this week. Um, straight head-to-heads, Panth- uh, Parramatta versus the Storm. Now, Parramatta have beaten the Storm like four times in the last time they've met, but the Storm haven't lost in about 600 years in round one. Where are we leaning? Um, I think that they've, you know, Maddo's an idiot. They've lost Lane. Tight ass. Um, yeah, so I think they've lost a few too many for my liking. Uh, the Parramatta Eels. So I'm going to tip the Storm. They've still Ooh. got um, Harry Grant. They've still got Hughes. They've still got Munster. Uh, I reckon they've got enough, you know, get a, who, who, who the Eels got. They've got 
Moses Hines. Oh, Moses. Um, Fuck Moses Hines would be handy. Oh, that'd be a pretty handy. Moses, Moses uh, Brown. Well, Dillbags is not the worst, is he? And, and Gutho. So and the greatest um, and the greatest halfback in the world. Uh, greatest fullback uh, hooker in the world. Thank you. Well, that's right. So uh, it's a, it's an away game for Melbourne. I don't. I reckon this is the biggest risk actually of them losing their first round. I've got. One, I've but, taken Para. So. I'm a believer yeah. of Brad Arthur. Uh, the Warriors at home. It's one of their bogey teams. That's yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. The Warriors at home to the Knights. Um, I reckon I'm going to say the Warriors win this. Yes, I reckon they're going to start this year with a win. As am I. Panthers Broncos. I do think the Broncos will give them a big test, but I take the Panthers head to head. Yep, same. Manly Bulldogs. That's me dog in the background there. Uh, well, I'm going to go the Manly Steagles. They look really um, sizzling hot in the preseason. Um, DCE's back in. Um, Turbo's there. I think. I think they're, I think they're he's adding back. He's in. not super coach relevant, but fuck, I'm keen to see Talatel Cooler. I reckon he's going to absolutely rip it up this year. Yeah, he looks a real good one, doesn't he? Um, he, he he's uh, for, for such a small body. He's such a good defender. He's got a bit of the Tomokos about him for yes. me. Probably, probably even better. Speaking of Tomoko, uh, the North Queensland Cowboys are up against your boys. Bias is saying that the, the heart saying the Cowboys. But what? The, sorry, the heart saying the Raiders. But what's the head saying? I'm, I'll be tipping the Cowboys. Yes, that's what I can't get off. To, I'm in. I'm in cashy tipping leagues. <laughs> I can't pick the right. I hardly ever pick them, to be honest. Um, but I'm not going to be picking them uh, against the Cowboys at Country Bank. I think they're going to get off to a ripping start. I'd be getting. I'll be my pace, placing some money on it too for it to be a thirteen plus. <laughs> Oof. Uh, the Sharkies up against the Bunnies. I think we both made this one pretty clear. But surprisingly, uh, at time of recording on ESPN on the ESPN Footy Tips app, thirty-seven percent of people have taken the Sharks which I think is ridiculous. Well, I mean, it is a home game for them. Uh, they still do have some talented players in there, but I th- they're losing their best player. It's like saying that South lost Latrell. That really brings it back, doesn't yeah. it? And they've got too many guns and they look too good in the trial. They both look good, actually, in the trial. But that um, would have had a lot to do with Nico, didn't it? The Dolphins up against the Roosters. Nice and short and sweet. Three, two, one. Yeah, Roosters. One, eh? No, yeah, the Roosters, they're going to kill them. Uh, the Tigers up against the Titans. This could almost be game of the round, I reckon, weirdly. Yeah. I think the first one is going to be a ripping competition. Oh, the first um, one. The first one's good for like the footy purists. The second one's good for if you just want to watch fucking 10 tries get put on. And and your Dewey shout's not the worst either. I reckon this could be like a 40 to 36 jobby. You know, like it's... Um, it's going to be as long as the feeder gets no points, as long as the feeder gets no try involvement, I'm happy. Oh, with that. I've got big Dave in my team, so don't <laughs> say that. Uh, look, I'm going to actually tip uh, at Leichhardt. I'm going to tip the Tigers to yes. win this. So we've got one different this week. We've got one. We've got the uh, the, the Eels. The, they're the only difference. So yeah. Uh, also, game of the round: uh, Dragons versus the Bye. Who have you got? Oh, I mean, the Dragons <laughs> just barely, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they might just win this, but that's 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 it. Uh, let's move into our team reveals because fuck, I think that's what everyone wants to do. Um, I'm going to be posting mine. I guess this is exclusive for podcast listeners. I wasn't actually going to announce my team until after lockout, but Ado's backed me into a corner. All right, um, it's. I think I'm locked in. Let me quickly pull up the photo so I can have a look. Alrighty, at hooker, I have Brandon Smith. Pairing him, I have Stefano Utoi Kamano and Christian Welch. In the back row, I've got Cam Murray, Egan Butcher, No Teague Wilton. <laughs> I've got Patrick Carrigan. I'm just, I'm just, Ooh. yeah, I'm just not keen with the with the Sharkies and not having Hines. I mean, I'm, I still think Wilton's going to be huge value if you're picking him. Fantastic, but as I said, I had 350k just sitting there. I needed to spend it somewhere, so oh, I, I'm calling him Patrick Carrigan. Oh. All year, he's going to be an absolute gun. 
Harbs, Harbs, I've got Cleary and Dewey. And then the back or the back five. Brian Toto, uh, Sania Taruva, Valentine Holmes, and the man that I called the biggest trap of the season somehow found his way to my team, Lockie Miller. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Oh, because you obviously didn't go Mulatala. I, I can't I haven't even seen this. So this is interesting to hear. I like the Carrigan pick. Um, I, I said I didn't mind the look of Miller. He's fine. And, he's just mid. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit mid. But, I mean, uh, it's a, it, they've got a nice draw. And I reckon he'll safely get you 60. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I just I don't think he's going to be fantastic long-term, but they've got a fucking good draw to start the season. If you can make a little bit and I can get him to Ronaldo and, you know, after round five or so, then I'm all over it. Um, the reserves will be Tanner Boyd, Jermaine Hopgood, Sam Walker, Tom Trevojevic. My non-playing reserves will be Ben Murdoch-Masilla, Davey Moali, Bryce Cartwright, Matthew Dory, Isaiah Katoa, Paul Alamotti, William Warbrick and Alafina Camperera. So we've got double Cardi, we've got Cardi and Dory, and we've got no Franklin Pele, which could be huge. I'm just keen on I'm just keen on having a dragon, so I do get a look at a loop. And if Ben Murdoch Masilla gets the edge, I mean for twenty K more he presents way more value than Pele with the jewel. Yeah, I mean, if you're not partial to um, uh, Ben Murdoch Masilla in your VC and Cleary, for instance, you could have it set up with Pele and Moali. Um, and if Cleary goes huge, you just trade one of those guys to yeah, exactly. I'm not Ben Murdoch Mozilla because it's not going to cost you a trade. No. So it's the same thing, though. Yeah, I, so I really think that Cleary's got a ceiling, and you might as well get a look in round one at a VC. So you're kind of obliged to have a dragon there. So what are or you playing for a dragon? What are you What are you raising your eyebrows at here? Obviously, Lockie Miller shouts one that's you're not. Not not against you, just a little bit questionable. I mean, I could go Talakai. I'm not locked. I just yeah. Look, Lockie Miller. I'm not, I'm not questioning because I think it's a safe pick, but it's not a as fun a pick. Oh no, um, it's, not, it's, and, it's not as good as fucking Mazu. Yeah. So the, the things that stick out to me is you've got four roosters mm-hmm. and you got yourself a shit ton of eels and and all and they're all in your second row. Your second row bench is all eels. It is. It is. It's all eels. Also, with this team, I do have 160k left in the bank as well. Yeah, that's heaps, isn't it? I just don't know where to spend um, it. I don't know where to spend it. I mean, I could go, well, I could go Miller to Meany, but I do think well, they probably listen to my team then, will you? Because I, I've got Meany. Oh, all right, let's go. Uh, listen to mine. Um, look, I've got Brandon Smith. I've got Welsh and Tikamano there in the front row. I've gone Murray and Fafita. That's one difference that we have. You've gone Carrigan. I've gone Fafita. I'm obviously starting Hopgood because I just I feel guilty having three heels on the bench and they played the first game, so it's probably better to actually. Get one of the get an eel on field. Oh yeah, no, I'm, when, when I named out my seventeen, my reserves and stuff aren't locked in. I'll have to look at matchups and play who's playing first. But yes, yep. So I'm a Cleary, I'm a Dewey as well. Um, Val Holmes, Nick Meany. I, I just um, you know, I was like, I can afford him, and we've pretty much done the rev- we did our team analysis of them. We think he's going to do pretty well. Maybe he is like a bit no frills like Miller too, but he's going to. Kick goals. What's their, what's their, in a better team. What's their draw? They play Parramatta to start with. Yeah. Then they move into the Bulldogs, which could be a tasty game. Yeah. Then, Gold then, Coast, which is not going to be a hard game. Then it's the West Tigers. So, oh, fuck. You're talking, me think, the, you're talking me in the meaning. It's one tough game. Fuck. That's right. One tough game where he, he might kick a couple of goals. He'll at least score 50. And that's probably going to be a minor start and maybe enough to scare people off going him. Uh, against him, a Miller, who has a probably softer start. But those next three games are really good for him. And I just think that out of the two no-frills picks, I think I trust Meany in the better team. That's fair. With the goal kicking. All right. yeah. I don't have a bell sound, but like live trade alert. <laughs> I need to get one of those. I need, I, need to, I need to get a bell alert for live trades. But uh, yeah, you talked me into Meany. Oh, well, there you go. I'm done. I, I've think, got, I uh, think for the tackle bus that Miller gets, 
Meany makes up for it with the goals. Yep. Um, and you know he's he's a, he's got the handy jewel. Oh, so is Miller, isn't he? They're both fullback, um, obviously because they're playing there. Brian Toro and Sonny Taruva in my starting lineup. I've got Tedesco starting as well. My reserves are Tanner Boyd as well. I've gone with Butcher because I'm, I'm starting Hopgood, obviously. Um, so Butcher's there uh, on the bench. I've got Sam Walker as well on the bench uh, and Tom Travoyevich. My non-playing reserves, we're reading the same stuff. I think they're pretty self-explanatory for their own reasons, aren't they? Ben Murdoch-Basilla, Moali. I have got the Cartwright and Dory. Woo! Uh, Party Isn't it so funny that we both thought the same way? Because I got in the bubble bath this afternoon and I was like, that's so dumb, you idiot, Adrian. And I was it's like, not, though, when you think on. about it. When we were talking about Schuster, I had him in my halfback then and I was like, or in my 5'8", and I was like, yeah, but now oh, Katoa's God, come along. Courage so and hold him. In the second row, he's such a Trump piece to come back in for your underperforming second row, cheapy. Um, so I don't mind the, I don't mind the move. And even a world where it could have even been Hopgood, for instance. Yeah. You know, just say Egan Butcher comes out and he's only playing 40 and taking the sting out of the game. You can't write can really um, go well or he could go shit and get replaced. We are not suggesting to play Bryce Cartwright. I just want to put that yeah, out don't there. Don't play him. But you could have those two guys in there, pit them against each other, and whoever loses is Schuster. And exactly. I, I like that plan because that's what people are saying. And that's oh, watching the Savs where he's like, well, Take a punt on somebody in there because you know Schuster's going to probably be three or, or round four. Take them both. You just you just punt the one that's going shit. So I don't mind that. Um, I've got Katoa as well. I've got Alamotti, Khan Pereira, and Warbrook. Sorry, Warbrook. we 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 spoke a fair bit in between yours. So do you want to read them out again? I'm going uninterrupted. Just bang them out so people can follow along. Radio. Brandon Smith is my starting hooker. I've got Welsh and Utikamano in the front row. Cam Murray, Dave Fafita, Jermaine Hopgood in my second row. Nathan Cleary and Adam Dewey in my halves and 5'8". Val Holmes, Nick Meany, Brian To'o, Sonny Taruva, um, and James Tedesco. Um, my reserves are going to be Tanner Boyd, Egan Butcher, Sam Walker, and Tom Travoyevich. My non-playing reserves, Murdoch Masilla, Moali, Cartwright, Dury, Katoa, Elamotti, Camperera, Warbrick. Yes, we have the exact same non-playing reserves. We have the exact same non-playing reserves. Uh, That's going to be round one done, my friend. I'm going to see you back on the on the other side, and we're going to see how well it goes. Um, But mate, it's all been done. I'm very nervous. Yeah, I'm I'm nervous too because I mean, all of these changes that we've made in our teams were post the Nico thing, and we kind of our teams are all a bit different now than what they were. Yeah, I loved I loved my team for a while. I loved my team um, before with Nico and Greg, and then obviously, yeah. Yeah, some changes had to happen. I, you know, I went a meanie. You went a Miller. I decided. I'm to now, stay I'm now, I'm now a meanie. Yeah, you're now a meanie. So I think our only difference in our team is is Fafita, Fafita and Carrigan. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's been one. there's been a few times where we've had the identical teams. So at least we have got something different. We've got one thing different, but you see, that's the thing too. I didn't know what your frigging team was. Um, and we talk about you know super coach. I mean, look. I only brought Butcher in today, so you probably had him in there I've before me. I've had him me. in for fucking, yeah, for about a month. Yeah, once I heard the Angus stuff, I was like, well, I'm going to have to have a slice of... Um, look, I'm not married to Walker in there. If I, I, I kind of feel like the the change that I could make to my team is Walker becomes Ponger, and I have a punt on Ponger, and I put Katoa in halfback, and I'm going to have to play him when Cleary's on the bye. But it allows me to get not be so risky with the Cartwright Dory and to get one of them up to Loyero. Yeah, see, so I, I think sort of adds out your bench. I think I sell Sam Walker in round four because coming back into round five, they've got the Eels, then the Storm, then the Sharks, who are fully fit. You would expect. 
uh, and then they play the Dragons. So, but yeah, three pretty tough games back off the bye, uh, and I think I will sell. And look, fingers crossed he's back, because originally uh, originally I had T. Wilton in place of Carrigan, uh, and I had the 370k or whatever it was, because my plan was to run Cleary Walker, Cleary Walker, Walker Hines, Hines Cleary. So I was making, making two trades. If, if, if Hines was back round three, uh, but I can still do it. I can still do it pretty easily. I can, I've just got to go um, Carrigan back down to, to Wilton and then Walker to, to Hines. But yeah, I do think I'm going to be divorcing Sam Walker at the end of round three because I have that round four bye and then three pretty tough games to come back into it. Oh, yeah. So you're not going to have four roosters in the four no, bye. I don't think so. Um, hopefully yeah, hopefully if, Hines is back. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to... I've got 55,000 left. So that's not enough to pump it on clear unless he starts like an absolute weapon and makes money. If Hines is back round three, do you sell Cleary for Hines? Well, I mean, and then with, with, about, the, with the idea fullback, of getting back. Um, we talk about fullback roulette, and that's why some people are like, well, I want to go with Luttrell and um, Teddy, for instance, or Drinkwater. We, you know, I know you don't like Drinkwater, but people are going these, they're like, well, I'm not going to have to sit a ceiling fullback in round two. That plan of selling Cleary is you uh, you avoid buys where with one of your premium scoring players. And you 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 play halfback ruler, yeah. you know. So I don't I don't hate it as a move. You're always gonna, and then eventually Sam Walker will go back to Cleary. Yes, um, and you've got your two gun halves, you know, to to run the rest of the season. I actually like the plan. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, it's just maybe hard money wise, uh, you know, less hard for you than it is for me. So, um, but it is it is a plan that you can do and keep your, your gun players on the park. Definitely. Uh, well, we'll come back here on Tuesday. Half our sides we will have HIA. Oh, also HIA's this year. You're allowed for you're out for eleven days, so that basically yeah. rules you out. Um, one thing one thing you said uh, I'll quickly will mention about reserves. A little tip: uh, play your guys that play early in the week. Um, because if anything happens, how, how do we explain it? Like, let's say for me, I've got Egan Butcher and Jermaine Hopgood on the bench. If Hopgood plays early, he's locked in. And if Egan Butcher gets ruled out late, then I've got no one to come in to start. So I will make that switch around, like Ado said. But yeah, basically, if you're tossing up between two players, if you don't know who to put the reserve on, play the guy that is playing earlier in the week and then reserve the guy playing later in the week in case anything happens. Yeah, I look at all of my reserves, my four reserves that I've got there, and I always play the put the one on unless they're going to be my VC. Yep. You'll see, um, and get them on field the earlier game because problems will happen live in the round. And in that round one, you can make changes too. If Egan Butcher's out, you can trade him for free. So exactly. don't be an idiot and have him on the field. You know, lock. You know, and you're locked into it, and you've got no alternative. You, you know, you could tr- probably trade him on field to someone else before the game starts. Um, Just don't risk but, it. Yeah, it can screw up your bench moves that you want to do. So always, you know, use your bench to your advantage. Whoever plays first, get them on. If you made it this far, an hour and 10 minutes of pure dribble, uh, all the league codes are in the description. If you want to jump into the Discord, email me. That's also in the description. Uh, if you want to get in touch with Ado, his links are also in the description. Uh, but this has been round one of the Dual Position Podcast preview. Done and dusted. I can't believe it's finally here. Footy's back oh, tomorrow, my friend. Yeah, it's so good. I've been at this shit conference and I'm going to come straight in, do a nice podcast and get my team in order. I'm probably going to make some changes. I'll post it on the socials. I'll give my my team update once I've fiddled through the night. But how great to have footy back. It's going to be so good. And but yes, we, we will be back 7.30 Sydney time next Tuesday and every Tuesday moving forward. This week was just a week, a week from hell. Yeah, I know. Isn't it? I feel so embarrassed. It's the first one, you know, the live, first live one and we didn't do it. But look, 
that's the thing we talk about. Um, we just want Angus to get his life right, and we. I actually think there's. I think there's we have busy lives too, and it's hard sometimes. I think there's less to talk about round one. I know that sounds silly, but with the amount of preseason coverage that we've done, there's less to talk about round one. Like we've already given our thoughts on every player. We're only really covering TLT. Um, yeah, so maybe right. round the one isn't bad. And, to miss and out people's on. whose roles are enhanced. You know, it's it's a real short one. Well, it hasn't gone short, but it's there's not much to talk about. Lovely, mate. I'm going to watch the end of the cricket. Uh, I think we're on top. Um, I have been the SC Whisperer coach of the Ramsey Rehabs, joined by the SC Adrianosaurus coach of the Rapana. I've got to get a bit... But, r- 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 Rapanorama. Rapanorama. Uh, we'll be back when we're both ranked 150K next week. Uh, but until then, <laughs> sit tight. Well, our teams, our teams are pretty much the bloody same. So it's, it's whoever scores more out of Fafita or Carrie. Uh, exactly, exactly. All right, my friend. Um, I, I honestly think Fafita will score more this week just because mm. it's against the Tigers. But uh, it's a long game, mate. 20, fuck, 27 weeks this year. It's Season's getting longer and longer. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's longer this year, and that's 27 rounds of Fafita. He'd probably get 10... 100 plus scores. 10 tons. All right, I'll hold you to that. All right, guys, this intro has also gone on as about as long as this po- uh, his outro has gone on very long. But uh, yeah, thank you so much. We'll be back on uh, Tuesday, 7.30 uh, to be live. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us on socials or whatever, you can find them in the description. But otherwise, we'll be back on uh, on Tuesday. I'm really glad footy is back, my friend. We'll, uh, we'll talk then. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.